0: So over the weekend, we uh, got a reminder of just how confusing the new Trudeau impaired driving rules are, and and they're dangerous. Even the Department of Justice seemed confused because they had to clarify a a reminder that it put out on social media um, stating that, you know, you can be arrested if you enjoy a drink after you have driven. So the quote of the tweet said, it's summertime and living is easy. Whether you're sitting on a patio or having a backyard barbecue, remember, it's against the law to have a blood alcohol concentration over prohibited levels within two hours of driving. Uh-huh. It, it, let's just say a lot of people are like, what? You're going to come into my patio? You're going to come into my house? What are you talking about? And that's why this law, is, it's so, so flawed. Because how does one prove they didn't have alcohol in their system while they were driving? And they didn't have a drink after arriving home so now the onus is on you on us to prove we didn't do anything wrong and that's not constitutional it's it, this borders on police state Lauren Honigman is our global news radio legal expert. And I saw this tweet, Lauren, go over the weekend. It just it shows you how stupid this law is. And by the way, you will recall this is a Jody Wilson-Raybould piece of legislation. Um, and that is why it matters what policy politicians create, because this is a badly, badly written rule and and law. And I think a lot of people are going to get not just confused, but caught in it
1: well this particular part of it because you and i talked about another part of the law where we disagreed and a reminder of that other part that was the the random spot checks right. that was the the police the ability without having reasonable suspicion that you may be impaired simply to to pull you over and, and ask you to bl- uh, blow into a roadside breath analyzer. I believe that that's really good. We won't talk about this today. The other part of the legislation that I agree is just – really ambiguous and really hard to understand is this part of the legislation that deals with when could you be asked to give a breath sample and this deals with the whole issue of this 2 hours and that's what these that's what the tweets were that were coming out over the weekend
0: yeah cuz they had and, this picture of people sitting on a barbecue or a patio or whatever and it was like remember 2 year you know 2 hours after you have a drink you could get caught and it's like right Soap so on my soap. patio
1: Okay, so you look at the, the new section of the criminal code, so you, just so you understand what it says. And it says that that you could, everyone commits an offense who has within two hours after ceasing to operate a, a, a conveyance, which could be it's a motor vehicle, a blood alcohol concentration that exceeds 80 mil. Okay, so within two hours. Now, so a lot of defense counsel, criminal defense counsel say this is what could happen with this law. It could mean that you drive with somebody. You go to a bar, um, you're, and you're not, you haven't had anything to drink at all. Mm-hmm. You go to a bar with your friend, haven't had anything to drink. You go inside. You look at your friend. You go, you're the designated driver tonight. Yeah, no problem. Um, we'll stay for an hour. No problem. And you start drinking. Because, you know, you say to yourself, I'm not going to be driving, Um, so he's driving or she's driving, so no problem. You come outside an hour later, and the police may have seen you go in. You come outside an hour later, and now you are inebriated, but that's okay. You think to yourself, because I'm not driving. They can... Many criminal lawyers are saying this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's correct, but they're making the argument that this law means that a police could ask you, they could arrest you. Sure. They could, even though you'd go, whoa, 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 wait a minute, I wasn't going to drive. They can make it the demand that you're going to have to blow into a breathalyzer, take you to the station, et cetera. Now, now, you'd have to go through all that garbage, but there is an exception that that would be the defense. And the defense would be, at the end of the day, no person commits an offense, it says, if after seizing they had reasonable expectation that they wouldn't be required to provide the breast sample. In other words, they never intended to drive, etc. But so what's what's wrong with this? If people will go, well, but you got a defense, so what's wrong? Yeah, they, I don't want
0: to pay for that. Like, here's the thing. Right, I the don't problem, have the exactly, money, you know?
1: Exactly. And it reverses the onus. Right. It makes the you prove that you weren't. And that's what people are upset about but you know what the government's going to say and this is the argument they're going to make they're going to say look we have to do this why because those there are people for example Alex who who come out um, they are impaired, they're driving. Let's say uh, they, they, they sort of you know hit somebody or they hit a curb and somebody goes, holy cow, there's an impaired driver over there. They race home, um, somebody has called the police, the police go to their house, and now they're inside their house and they go, uh, yeah, no, 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 I, I was drinking inside the home. And, and the government says, and that's why they said to do it, they can't do anything about it. Because now the person says, oh, I had everything to drink inside here wasn't drinking before so the that's why they said we need these the people who may flee the scene people who try to make it home in time or people who are what's called bolus drinking that oh right before i walked out of the bar that's when i had my drink and that's why it showed up on the breathalyzer etc so they're saying we want to deal with those situations but again at what cost
0: right but here's here's a realistic situation i'll I'll use myself as an example go to brother-in-law's house going there for a few hours have a beer or two leave a few hours later what if you get to that person's house and then the cops decide to show up and you're going to have a beer you're not driving you're not going anywhere you're somewhere that you're allowed to be doing a completely legal activity right and yet now all of a sudden you find yourself having to defend yourself. I don't want to have to go through that process. And I don't think uh, the average person should be put into the position where all of a sudden you're having to prove your innocence.
1: Right. And, of course, what what the government was saying is, in your example, oh, Alex is perpetrating one of the myths that have come out about our new laws that uh, police could be demanding breath samples from people in their home or in a bar I gave you an example when they could they'd be saying no 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 we're only saying that if that if you are uh, lawfully stopped or if you if we believe that that you've consumed something over the last over the last 2 hours and now you've come out and you're now getting to your car or 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 etc so but you're right, yeah. And and what's going to happen? You, here's here's I can guarantee this is going to happen, Alex. This, sometimes you go, I'm fifty percent. Um, certain eighty. Per, I'm. I'm going to go. I'm going out on the limb here right now. I'm one hundred percent certain that as soon as we have a few people mm-hmm. charged with of this two-hour part of the criminal code, right now there will be constitutional challenges, of course there will and be. that law is going to be struck down. But, but again, that part is going to be struck down.
0: But if you know it's flawed, and the liberals know this is flawed, instead of doubling down and saying no, it's going to stay. Amend it now so you're not tying up the system, not wasting people's money and resources, and not creating um, work there sh- where there shouldn't be. I mean, it, this to me is just politics at its worst.
1: Well, maybe it is politics at its worst, but you know what it's dealing with, right? It's dealing with alcohol-impaired tragedy. And, and sometimes... If if I if you were you know when, when you when you wear a lawyer's hat, Alex, and you go, you don't pick your clients sometimes. And if somebody were to say, "Well, we, I, hey, Lauren, can you can you go and defend this for us?" Mm. I say, "Holy mackinac, this would be different." But what would you say? You know what you'd say, Alex? You'd say that that nothing is working out there, it, as the old expression is. Uh, desperate times desperate measures and and we have a charter that says there's section one and sometimes even if it's even if this is infringing Mm. on people's rights it's a justifiable infringement because for god's sakes we live in a society where people aren't learning people are dying so we've got to do everything right now even even if it means that oh my goodness you got to be pretty careful if you're coming out to your car within two hours and that that would be the argument.
0: Well, on that note, you know, desperate times, desperate measures does not mean dumb laws are okay. But I do have to leave it there.
1: Okay. Talk we'll, to you we'll soon. We'll
0: talk about this when the charter challenges start flying out, as they will. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank All right. you, Lauren. Bye-bye. That is Lauren Honigman joining us. It is such a flawed law. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.